This one, actually, someone from a book club that I created on The Good Space a few years ago recommended it. And I thought, this sounds cool. Changed my life. This is all about a woman finding her voice. And because it's about a woman finding her voice, it's about all women finding their voices. I thought the writing was absolutely beautiful. It's memoir, but I felt like more written as instruction with some stories. My name is Francesca Phillips, and you're listening to The Good Space Podcast, a show where we help you find peace and power in work, relationships, and intuition. Welcome, welcome to The Good Space Podcast. Today's episode, Eight Books Every Creative Woman Needs to Read This Year, is a little different than I'm used to doing in previous episodes. I just felt like it was time. It was time to share books that I'm really feeling this year that are ones I've read before, but will most likely read again this year. And this is just the year of the creative. I have been feeling this pull and this energy and this expansion within me calling me to create. I feel like as I get older, I realize how short life really is. And it probably has a lot to do with the fact that I'm seeing my daughter growing up right before my eyes, lightning speed, super fast. And it really just gets me thinking, we only have this one life to live and let's live it to its fullest. And a lot of times we don't listen to our creative callings. And that's something that I resonate with so much is my creativity. It's something that I've held on to as much as possible throughout my life. And I'm so grateful that I have. There have been moments where I would beat myself up because my life wasn't conventional in the sense that I went to college on a scholarship and then got a corporate job and worked that corporate job and climbed the ladder for many years. And then I married my college sweetheart and went and bought the house, got the dog, had the baby. And not that those things are bad because I desperately, not desperately, but I really wanted those things. And I saw so many of my peers having those things and it just didn't pan out that way. But at the same time, I chased a dream in the music industry and that is like the least conventional type of industry. So regardless, I think it was more like a grass is greener type of thing, but I didn't appreciate that the reason I went for the unconventional route is because I loved my creativity so much. I loved writing. I loved music. I mean, I still love those things. I'm just thinking at that time, it's like that was what drove me. And over the years, I've ebbed and flowed in my commitment and pursuing of my creativity. And I notice that when I am following my purpose, when I am lit up, when I am doing things that I know my soul is meant to do, everything else in life just feels better. My relationships go better. My work goes better. I even just more recently, like the last couple months, when I write first thing in the morning, even if it's for five minutes, but I'm creating something, I literally am on fire for the rest of the day. So I know that that is part of my soul's calling in addition to these other parts So anyway, this year, I really have felt 
the desire to be more vocal and open and embracing of these creative desires I have rather than before, like I just mentioned, where I had them, but I kind of felt embarrassed or shameful or small about them, but no more. We are not going to be small about the things we know are meant to be ours, to be brought into this world. And these books that I'm going to talk about are ones that have changed my life creatively, have changed it spiritually. And they're ones that if you were coming to me and said, listen, I want to start feeling more like myself. I want to feel good. I want to feel happier. I want to express the work that I'm supposed to put into the world and feel vibrant and bright and happy. What books would you recommend? These are going to be the books. So the first six that I mentioned are ones that I actually have read full through and I like fully wholeheartedly recommend and read these often. I grab them often looking at quotes. I'll read them when I need to pick me up. And then the last two are ones that I'm, I haven't started started yet, but I'm really excited about them and we'll share them anyway, just because I think they're going to be amazing. So here we go. The first book that I want to mention is The Artist's Way. I know, I know, I'm sure you've heard of it many, many times, but I will tell you it is for good reason that you've heard of The Artist's Way. So last year, the year before, I actually went through it fully. The It's like a 12-week course, basically. So each chapter is a different journey that you go through. And the whole idea is that you take a spiritual path to your higher creativity. and kid you not, you literally feel the spirit the minute you start reading this book. Julia Cameron, you can tell, was inspired. It was a divine gift that she created and put into the world. And each chapter just basically has you dive into different parts of yourself, why you're blocked, recovering a sense of power, recovering your sense of identity. So clearly, this is like I think every chapter starts with recovering something, recovering a sense of strength, recovering a sense of autonomy. So basically, this is literally geared toward the lost creative, the person who has allowed or not allowed, but who has been buried by the world's expectations, by other people's expectations, by responsibilities, by things that, you know, it's natural. It's human of us to succumb to. And so it's just a beautiful, beautiful book that unearths the highest parts of yourself and lets you just have that cozy, warm, like you're holding a cup of tea and you have, you're have you under a blanket. Like That's what it feels like when you're reading this. And it allows you to safely and comfortably, not comfortably, but it allows you to feel like you're in a safe space as you remember who you are creatively. Because when you're creative, it feels vulnerable, right? If we've shown our work to someone and they've judged us or they didn't really react the way we wanted them to, it can feel kind of sensitive. It can hurt, right? Because something that we feel so passionate about, we want others to see it. So this book kind of helps you heal through that as well and remember who you are, who you are. Creativity is a divine gift. It's a divine part of who we are. And so I feel like everyone deserves to feel that feeling. And this book will remind you of that and will help you with that. The next book I would recommend is The Untethered Soul. When I first read this book, it was the first time that I felt a sense of hope. 
that the obstacles, the blocks, the things that I didn't understand about myself, that I would finally understand them. And I felt like freedom was just on the other side of the blocks that I had. And before that, I didn't realize there was a way out. So like I dealt with massive anxiety. I dealt with fear. Oh my gosh, fear was a huge one for me. All of these things. And I knew that they were problems. I knew it. But then I was like, okay, like, is it even possible though to move past it? Is it even possible to heal? I didn't have that information. So as far as I knew, I was stuck that way. So when I read The Untethered Soul, it gave me a new lease on life. And if you are someone who wants to feel that hope, who wants to understand the spiritual vernacular, the spiritual language a lot better, this is the perfect book to pick up. Because even if you know nothing, you're going to get this book. He makes it very simple, very clear. It speaks to the spirit. It talks about ego. It talks about all these other things. And the analogies that he gives are great. I haven't read this book in years yet. I have remembered this analogy that he used and it's never left my mind. The analogy he used was we are in this dark box, right? And I don't know if he likens it to the ego or something, but it's something that's holding us back from being our truest self. And he talks about being in this dark box and how if only we knew that on the other side was just this expansive, bright freedom. And I'll have to find it at some point, but it was just a beautiful analogy. And so every time I find myself butting up against a limiting belief or feeling like there's something holding me back, I always think of that picture in my mind. And remember, there's another side to this box. There's light. There's hope. Don't worry. You'll figure it out. It's a wonderful book. Highly recommend it. The next one I would recommend is The Seat of the Soul. You may have heard Oprah talk about this all the time. It was a book that changed her life completely and shifted her focus spiritually. It was, I believe, the one that got her into the intention kick where every time she started a meeting, every time she had a call, anything like that, she would say, what's the intention? Because when you know where you're going or you know the intention, everything just flows a lot more and it's easier to get the thing that you desire. So this book is a little longer, but don't let that scare you because it is full of unbelievable information on the intuition, on karma, on intention. I think there's multiple chapters on intention, addiction, relationships, psychology, power, trust. So basically there's just different topics for each chapter. I recommend reading it from beginning to end, but if you just feel like you want the information and it seems a little daunting, you can absolutely flip to the chapter that's relevant to you. I know that after reading it full through, I do go to specific chapters when I'm needing help with trust maybe, or relationships, or just a boost on intention or a reminder. Definitely, definitely recommend. And this one, I would say, read after The Untethered Soul. It expanded my mind even more. And I literally had to (laughs) lay on my bed and just look at the ceiling to kind of soak in what I was learning. It's really one of those books that just cracks you wide open in the best ways. It really, it changed the way that I think about 
life, the world, everything. And if you're looking for that transformation, if you're looking for a way to think differently about your life, about your path, about in general, you just want to feel better and see things in a better way, this is your book. Highly, highly, highly recommend. And I'll also say that I think the last big chunk of it actually is a study guide. So it's meant for like book clubs. So a big chunk of it actually isn't even part of the book. So if you like book club stuff or further studying, it's also great. The information you're hearing is what I wrote for our daily email, The Good Space Daily. So if you're already signed up, you'll have these tips and writing in your inbox. And if you're not already signed up and you're listening to this after the fact of us dripping them out live, we'll make it so that when you sign up, you can specifically ask for these emails and get them dripped out to you when you sign up. And that's the same with all the other topics and themes that we'll be covering for feeling your best. So if you want to get these short daily reminders to access your authentic self in all areas of life and get resources, chances to win things, all of the good stuff, then make sure to sign up now. The link is in the show notes or you can go to findyourgoodspace.com. This next one is not spiritual in the sense that it's like the untethered soul or the seed of the soul, but this one actually has always stuck with me. When Women Were Birds by Terry Tempest Williams. This one, actually, someone from a book club that I created on The Good Space a few years ago recommended it. And I thought, this sounds cool. Changed my life. This is all about a woman finding her voice. And because it's about a woman finding her voice, it's about all women finding their voices. I thought the writing was absolutely beautiful. It's memoir, but I felt like more written as instruction with some stories. And I don't know if I explained that really well, but it's it's more of a memoir. It's about a woman, Terry Tempest, and her relationship to her mother. And when her mother died, she found journals and I, some of them were blank and it made her dive into her own voice. Like, what is my voice? What was her voice? what does a voice mean? And it's just like this journey of her personally, and then expands out to her work as a writer and how she changed the world through her writing and her craft and her creativity and about all the questions she has about her religion, her life. And it's beautiful. It's a beautiful book. And I'm trying to see if I can find something beautiful that I can share with you. But I've definitely quoted a lot of this book in our daily emails. So if that sounds appealing to you and you're not part of our email list, you should get on it because I do share a lot of the nuggets from these beautiful books. So yeah, if you're just looking for something where you can feel like you can find and express your voice and you want to just connect with a beautiful story and a beautiful way of using creativity and voice and just feel inspired, this is the book for you. This next one is more fun and more bite-sized as well. So it's called Daily Rituals Women at Work by Mason Curry. I got this when I was living in Zurich and needed inspiration for writing. I thought, how cool. Like This whole book is just individual entries about different women and their creative work. Coco Chanel, Dorothy Parker, Zadie Smith, Virginia Woolf, Charlotte Bronte, Alice Walker, on and on and on. And it basically 
dissects what their work process was like. So writers, do they wake up in the morning and then get a cup of coffee and then go to a cabin or go to an office and then painters? What was their process like? I find it so inspiring to look at people who have been successful in their art and just imagine what their day-to-day work was like. And it inspired me to not only appreciate the process that I've created, but also to be okay with not writing a whole chapter in one day or not being able to write, you know, early in the morning or different things. Like it basically gives you permission to create the process that you want to create and you feel like you're with your people. I think that also helps as well to express and find your creativity is being surrounded by people who are like-minded because I meet a lot of people who just express their creativity in different ways, or maybe they enjoy doing things that are not as creative or the same kind of creativity as me. But when I find other writers or songwriters or just people in that same kind of vein, I feel supported and uplifted and it's more fun. It's just more fun that way. And so if you have a creative endeavor that you're working on, or you just need that creative boost or inspiration, this is a great book to have as a companion. And you could just read one or two a day and go do your thing. It's really fun. It's a really fun book. The next one I would recommend is Money and the Law of Attraction. So yes, it says money and the law of attraction. So if you want to have a better mindset and energy and thought process towards money and you want to break down some beliefs, a thousand percent, you need this book. Go get it now. Stop listening or keep listening and go on Amazon or whatever bookstore you shop at. Get this book. And if you're not in the mindset of wanting to really care about money or work on money or whatever... This is still a great book because the principles that Abraham Hicks, so it says it's from Esther and Jerry Hicks, but teachings of Abraham Hicks, if you don't know or heard of them, then it's hard to explain why I said that. But regardless, that's how you can find it is Esther, Jerry Hicks, teachings of Abraham. I will link it in the show notes as well. But this is very valuable information because the principles that they teach are universal. So whether it's money or not. It could be relationships. It could be work. It could be you know, health, whatever it may be. And actually there's a whole, I think the whole second half of the book is on health, physical health. So you should get this book because I have been using these principles and these mindsets on every part of my life. And they've been absolutely useful, absolutely helpful. It's literally, as you read the book, you feel this pulsing magnetic energy. And again, it it just changed the way that I completely looked at money and the world. And it's helped me to elevate my spirituality, elevate how I show up in the world. And it is the book that I read that taught me about feeling good. So the good space, I've literally made so many emails, so many videos, all of our content ties back to and like our whole mission is to help you to feel your best to feel good because when you feel good that means that you're connected to who you truly are and when you're connected to who you truly are then you are also connected to what you truly want and you can attract that much faster and quicker to yourself so the key is in how you feel because if you don't feel good then you're not aligned to who you truly are and what you really want that book taught me this 
It literally is the foundation now for everything that I do, every thought that I have consciously. It is the foundation for everything we teach at The Good Space. The goal is to feel good so you can be aligned with who you truly are and what you truly want. And there's a reason why I'm repeating this. I'm not just repeating it to repeat it. I really want it to stick with you that this is truly the key. And if you want to understand more why it's the key, boom, that's the book. I'm telling you, that is the book. Okay, so those were the six that I just rave about that I'm going to keep visiting this year and every year that if you just want to like kickstart your spirituality, your creativity, and just go the distance, become vibrant, feel good, be aligned with what you want. Those are the books. And the two other books that I'm super excited about are Feeling Seen by Dr. Jodi Carrington. We've had her on the podcast a couple times, and this lady is just amazing. She is forced to be reckoned with her mission, her passion. Everything is going to change the world. And this book just came out. So you can see my uh, my bookmark. And so far, it's fantastic. And I can't wait to finish it. I just, you know, I'll probably have another episode at some point as well, more on it. But I just can't speak as much to it because I haven't gotten into it. But what I have read is amazing. And the message of being seen and knowing that we need to connect with other people is amazing. So I feel like everyone's going to be better if we read this book like in our relationships and everything. And so that's one I'm excited to continue reading. And then this one by Jamie Varon, I'm holding up my Kindle. It's called Radically Content, Being Satisfied in an Endlessly Dissatisfied World. So I love her Instagram. I love her Instagram. She shares bits of her writing and it really pierces to my soul and my spirit. Just her language, you can tell it's from spirit and Yeah. So I just figured if I love her writing on Instagram, I'm probably going to love this book and being content and being satisfied in a world that teaches us to consume more, to watch more, to listen more, to buy more, to more, 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 more that you're not enough because not enoughness is really what underlies all of that. I think this is going to be important as well. So again, I'll be able to speak more about it once I get through it. So if you have read any of these books or have wanted to or are reading any of these books, let me know. I would love to hear your thoughts. Would love to hear how you've been transformed, what your thoughts are. Do you have any questions? If there's enough people reading some of these books, maybe we do a book club. I don't know. But I just know that the power of reading other people's wisdom and creativity only fuels us and only can change and transform us. And I just love, love, love reading. Whenever I have an obstacle or something I'm struggling with, a book comes in my path. That is 100% one of the ways spirit speaks to me. So I hope you found something useful in this episode. If anything that you felt like you were talking to a friend or listening to a friend while you were cleaning or running an errand or whatever that may be. And I hope that wherever you are in this moment, You have a wonderful week or weekend, morning or night, and just know that we are walking each other home. And as long as you can focus on ways to feel good, everything else will fall into place. If you like what you're hearing so far and feel inspired or changed or 
just motivated after hearing this message, please consider joining our membership. We work so hard to dissect information and make it simple and digestible for you so you can go out in the world and be a light, connect to your authentic self. And we really want to continue being that landing place for you. So if you're considering even one message or brand to support, we hope that you'll consider ours. And if you want a link for that, it is in the show notes. Now it's time for an affirmation. I open myself to new information and new ways of thinking so I can expand into the person I'm meant to be. If you found today's tips inspiring or thought-provoking, share it right now on social media and make sure to tag me at Francesca A. Phillips or at Find Your Good Space and also weigh in in the comment section at findyourgoodspace.com. You can find links in the show notes. And if you have a spiritual or mindfulness problem that you want me to unpack on an upcoming The Good Space episode or an awesome manifesting story you want to share, give my podcast phone line a ring right now at 917-719-0867. Also, don't forget to download my free morning routine guide. It's what helped me reduce my anxiety, increase productivity, and so much more. The link to everything I mentioned is in the show notes. See you soon.